CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Your Ben Jarofsky show for this Wednesday, June 14th starts now. On today's show, coming back for another Monroe Wednesdays, talking trash, talking Trump, and talking indictments. It's Monroe Anderson. The Ben Jarofsky Show brought to you in part by SEIU Healthcare Illinois, Indiana, the Chicago Federation of Labor, the Chicago Teachers Union, and Chicago Reader. ChicagoReader.com for everything there is to know in the city of Chicago. Where to go, what to do, what to eat, what to drink, no matter what you're looking for, it's all there. ChicagoReader.com. And if you want more from Ben Jarofsky, just head on over to ChicagoReader.com forward slash Jarofsky. That's J-O-R-A-V as in victory, S-K-Y. Hello again, everybody. Ben Jarofsky here. We're calling this the Republicans way in. Yes, Republicans way in <laughs> to Donnie Trump's arraignment yesterday. What a coincidence. Can we just thank everybody, the judge, the prosecutors, the defense lawyers, Donnie himself, uh, for having the arraignment the night before Monroe Anderson appears on the show as, as he does every Wednesday, Monroe. <laughs> You gotta see, you gotta see that little look at his face. He's got that smile. Monroe Anderson. <laughs> he's been predicting this moment for a long, long. In fact, last week he was on the show, and he said by within a day, I think. First, he was kind of hedging his bets, but definitely by the time he returns, Donnie Trump will be indicted. Uh, excuse me, arraigned uh, in uh, Florida for uh, <laughs> hoarding classified documents like the wacko that he is. Uh, and uh, within 24 hours, Monroe was proven correct. And yesterday was the arraignment, uh, which Monroe obsessively followed uh, and uh, will be beautifully reporting uh, in a little while. I just want to point out that the uh, on the same day, I think it was the same day uh, that uh, the arraignment went down, I by chance got a email from the Illinois Republican Party. Yes. I get uh, emails from the Illinois Republican Party. Uh, generally, they uh, are ripping Democrats, uh, complaining how corrupt Democrats are, demanding that we all stand up to corruption by Democrats. OK, you know, never a word about corruption by Republicans. I point this out. So on one hand, like they're always like citing whatever Democrats on the docket for corruption. And there's always someone right now. There's the uh, James Weiss case going on right now on charges from Alderman at Burke, uh, Monroe Anderson's good friend from the eighties. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, and uh, so in each, in each instance, the Republican sends out an email denouncing the corruption of Democrats and saying, we must remain vigilant. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Those Republicans are so worthless. Anyway, yesterday's email, uh, was saying, hey, the results are in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they did some kind of survey of Republican MAGA people in the state of Illinois to determine who was the front runner for the hearts and minds of MAGA in Illinois, for Republican voters in Illinois. 
And would it be, I don't know, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, Tim Scott, the man who says racism doesn't exist in America? Would it be Larry Elders, the lunatic wacko from California? You know, who will it be? Uh, Will it be Nikki Haley? I forgot. I just blanked on her name. Anyway, the results are in. And guess who's number one? in the hearts and minds of Republican voters. You guessed it, ladies and gentlemen, the same person who was arraigned in Miami, Donald Donnie Trump himself. 54% of the Republican respondents to this uh, Illinois Republican poll said their favorite for the presidential primary in Illinois is Donald Trump. 54%. Second place went to Ron DeSantis with 21%. So Donnie Trump is 33 points ahead of his closest rival, this is a man who is so wacko that he stole, took with him hundreds of documents that were classified. I think I know why he took them, ladies and gentlemen. I think that in Donald Trump's twisted mind, he thought he could sell them back to the government. That he followed the Richard Nixon case. I won't bore you with the details. Won't go down that road. Uh, it happened long before many of you were born. But Richard Nixon's estate. No, no, you were all alive when the deal went down. But Richard Nixon's estate ultimately got about, I think it was $8 million from the Fed, something like that, uh, for his papers. And Donnie Trump, I could just see his brain working. He goes, oh, if Nixon got $8 million back in whatever, 2000 the estate, uh, then or the museum, uh, then I could get, I don't know, $30 million right now. The man's brain, that's how he works. He's so transactional. So he took him. That I, I believe that's why he took him. Monroe Anderson may have different thoughts, but I believe that's why he took him. Ultimately, he wanted to get something in return for returning them. So uh, here he is uh, arraigned, serious charges. Uh, and the people, the Republicans of the state of Illinois, 54%, they don't care. They're lined up to vote for him again. Uh, it is an astounding statement about where the Republican Party is right now and where really our country is right now, uh, because if 50% of the people in this country, or the voters in this country, yeah, let's say it's 45%, are, are willing to countenance uh, lawlessness, if they believe that Donald Trump is above the law, if they believe that Donald Trump should never, can never be prosecuted because it's unfair, uh, then Donald Trump is free to do anything he wants, as he's showing. He said he could murder someone, so let's see. He uh, sexually assaulted, rape, I'd say. E. Jean Carroll got away with that. Paid off hush money uh, uh, to um, Stormy Daniels. Going to get away with that. I'm turns of the Republican mind. That's where he gets off on. He's going to get away with it. Uh, so uh, we uh, we still see uh, if the Republicans will turn on him for this. They will. They have dedicated themselves to following him off. 54% Monroe Anderson, 54% of Republicans in the state of Illinois, the land of Lincoln, the land of Lincoln. Boy, Abraham Lincoln is turning over in his grave, Monroe Anderson. 54% of Republicans in the state of Illinois support Donnie Trump right now. Does that surprise you in any way? No, 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 no. They're a cult. The thing is, though, the majority of Americans. Don't like them. Yeah. Actually, the majority of Republicans, um, politicians <laughs> who are defending him, don't like him. So, no, 
I mean, he he's not a likable man. Did did you notice during the yesterday's event that no, none of his family was there except for Eric? Nobody. Ivanka was missing. Jared was missing. What do you make of that? Well, Ivanka and Jared mm-hmm. have ambitions to be New York socialites. And the man is not popular. He may be popular in Florida, but he's not popular in New York. And so he he was um, poisoning their well, we shall say. So they, they're distancing themselves. Melania wasn't there. She was getting her hair done. <laughs> this family is wacko, man. They're just not normal human beings. Uh, I mean, I know you got to get your hair done, okay? But I don't know. Uh, your husband's like this critical moment in his life where he's facing serious charges. He's going in for arraignment. Yeah, I got to go get my hair done. They're just, they're not in any way normal human beings, uh, Monroe. The willfulness of Donald Trump. Uh, Mary, his his niece, yeah. Trump, was on MSNBC a couple of nights ago. And she said that everything in their family is transactional. Yes. The only thing she said, she said, the only thing anybody in her family cares about is money. Yeah. Well, that's why I said I, I I read one of his rambling uh, references to Richard Nixon and the Richard Nixon papers, presidential papers and the rules and the laws establishing uh, the, the oversight for presidential papers uh, were was passed under by uh, during the Reagan years after Nixon. After Nixon tried to take <laughs> Nixon, Trump's role model, uh, t- taking everything that wasn't nailed down for his personal use, whatever, whatever he wanted to do with it. Uh, and ultimately, the uh, the federal government had to settle with the Nixon library uh, for a fee because in those days, be, because that took place before the law was passed. Donald Trump, that's what he's thinking, Monroe. I'm going to when he made that reference, I said, that's how that brain works. He's got no, some value. I, I, He's going to make you pay for it. And I, he, he, your yeah. first excuse for it was like we're reminiscing about the days you worked at uh, Ebony or wherever it was, and you packed up stuff, and you realized that later on you shouldn't have. Been. This goes so far beyond that, man. <laughs> he he was showing off the documents to people, Monroe. Right. You're like, look no, at this. What I got the here. Thing, the thing is, you you're narrow casting. Not only did you're right that he probably saved some stuff <clears throat> to cash in on with the government, but I strongly suspect that he sold some papers, some information to the um, Arabs, and he sold some to the Russians, and he sold some um, to North Korea. In other words, there's many markets out there that he can exactly. sell. Exactly. Okay. He, he the was, point he is, was it was all about making money. Right. Uh, yeah, for Donnie Trump. Uh, he just, an astounding, in a way, an astounding human being for his level of selfishness uh, and his obliviousness and just utter indifference to rules and laws that the rest of us must obey. 
Uh, and the worst thing we could have done for him as a human being was to elect him president because now he feels like, oh, I'm a pre- president. And they, Monroe, they reinforce it. They say, the Republicans, they say, you can't prosecute him, uh, Justice Department, because he's running for president against Joe Biden. Right. That's their art. You can't prosecute him. No matter what he does, you right. can't prosecute him because that's you're like a banana republic going well, after no, the main yeah, no, competitor. No, what they, they, what they argue is that because he's running for president, and uh, we can't prosecute him because it's just little some documents. We can't prosecute him. He didn't shoot anybody on Fifth Avenue. First of all, he did. They would say you can't prosecute him for that. Right. There is nothing. There's absolutely nothing he does that, according to their logic, can be prosecuted. Because as the main competitor to Joe Biden, it's indecent of Joe Biden. It's lawlessness of Joe Biden. This is their argument. So illogical. Makes no sense. But that's where they're at. All right. I don't know if you remember this or not, but a few days before he was leaving office, Trump was leaving office, he was trying to talk Barr into locking up Biden, <laughs> arresting Biden and locking him up. This was days before we could, because he, he, he realized that he was going to lose. And so he says, aha, I got an idea. <laughs> Let's arrest Biden for being a crook. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, is, that's literally how it works with Trump. Trump. Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> I got an idea. And then he calls up the Secretary of State of Georgia. Hey, I got an idea. Just right. get rid of those ballots. Okay. Right. Oh, my God. Ladies. All right. Uh, so Monroe Anderson has been watching MSNC, MSNBC from morning to <laughs> night on this story. Uh, he knows more about this than uh, I think even the prosecutors does because he's utterly obsessed with it. Uh, so we're dedicating this show, Monroe, I may have told you this, uh, to a friend of my wife's, and we'll call her Judy. And Judy's a Democrat of, of the baby boomer persuasion. Uh, and she's very concerned. She always She's now become convinced that no matter what happens, Donald Trump will get off. And I'm like, well, you should talk to Monroe Anderson. Because he's absolutely certain that Donald Trump will go to prison. Well, not not that he, that he will be arrested. He may he may he may go to house arrest. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Yeah, it, because the, the problem they have with yeah. sending him to prison yes. is that he is um, for life um, guarded by. The Secret Service. That's, that's, so, what do you do with that? And, uh, you, you have a secret, couple of Secret Service agents in the cell with him in prison. Yeah, yeah that's what you'd have to do. Right, oh, exactly. And no, 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 who's going to quit their job? <laughs> they have to do that. find Imagine. something else to do. A Secret Service person. My goodness, that's that's the guy who gets the 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 the, the lower straw. This, you know what I mean? The shorter right. straw. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, so let's take it point by point. 
We've talked at length about the charges against him. Now let's uh, get your thoughts on uh, what lies ahead. The first concern of people like Judy, boomers that I talk to, uh, who really want Trump punished, is the judge. Uh, and uh, the yeah. Judge Cannon. Cannon, yeah. Yeah, uh, who pretty much showed her cards uh, earlier when she was presiding over this matter, when she ruled uh, in favor of Trump, some cockamamie decision uh, that undercut the prosecution in ways I've never seen prosecution undercut ever. Uh, essentially allowing uh, an overseer to go over every detail of the evidence gathered by the Justice Department uh, to prosecute Trump. Never seen anything. It's just like, just imagine if they did that. Like, and, and the Republicans always go, if they did this to Trump, they could do this to you. Could you imagine if they did it to everybody this way, if they gave everyone this same benefit? So that this same judge is now going to the be the presiding judge over this trial. And many boomers I know who are very paranoid about these things just af- absolutely assume that the fix is in uh, and that judge will render every decision that comes across her desk in favor of Trump so as to undercut the prosecution at every step in terms of everything from selecting a jury to deciding which evidence gets to uh, uh, to, to, to be presented uh, by the prosecution to the pace of the trial. Your response to this paranoia on the part of uh, most of our baby boomers who are worried. Baby boomers worry. You get older, the older you get, the more you worry. Uh, so your response, Monroe. She is a problem. You know, one of the things that uh, I'm sure has occurred to her is that if she um, handles this case correctly, Trump will then um, get reelected. And at some point in the not too distant future, we're going to need another Supreme Court justice. And she, she, she likes this forever job, for, for life job she has now, but she loves being a, 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 a Supreme Court justice. So that could greatly influence how she handles the case. And, um, and she doesn't have to be as blatant about it as she was initially. Uh, what she can do is drag it out, because that's what Trump is playing for. His, his, his strategy is to drag this this case out beyond the election where he's the nominee and then he will be the martyr and all the crazies will come out en masse to vote for him uh, because the deep state is trying to keep him out of office. And they've been trying to do things to him all this time. And now they, they will rectify that. The nuts will. The, the Trump nuts will. Yeah. So that's his theory. And she can play a role in that. However, she may not because she has smacked down big time. Uh, <laughs> the, the conservative branch 
uh, yeah. circuit of, of, of the um, judiciary, who basically said, "Are you out of your mind?" Yeah. <laughs> we got to be a little more subtle than that. We we got to at least pretend that we're calling balls and strikes. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I listen. When I saw that she was the judge, that somehow or other, um, you know, like like they picked her name out of the hat. It's supposed to be just the luck of the draw. I no, got to tell you, there was only four choices because okay, of the so. way it's 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 set up. They they have a rotating system, and um, so she was one of four that could have been picked. Yeah, so well, the I got- odds are at least possible. You know, it's not like one in a a million or something. Well, I, I got to tell you, Monroe, as the a guy I've been in Chicago since 81, I'm like, oh, that fixes in. This is so, this is so straight up Chicago. <laughs> oh, wow. What a coincidence. Uh, yeah, I know. Just, 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 just because you're paranoid don't mean they ain't out to get you. I know. <laughs> but then I just said, I, I thought it the way you did, you know, like it was one of four. So, uh, you know, I, Wow, Trump's a lucky man, you know. Uh, but no, I think Judy has um, some reason to be uh, paranoid. Uh, I think you hit it on the head. There's many ways that uh, she could tilt this case um, to uh, benefit Trump. We'll be taking a deeper dive on this with uh, Jim Coogan. I will in a, in a, a show though, uh, later today as we analyze it. But there are many ways. I, I pointed out three areas. Uh, and ultimately, that decision by the Justice Department uh, prosecutor uh, to have the venue in Miami as opposed to having it in Washington uh, could benefit Trump. Uh, that was a, a gamble that the risk they took. Uh, they took it because they wanted their Democrats are determined. Monroe, the prosecutors, now they don't even know if they're Democrats, are determined to play by every rule. Donald Trump breaks every rule. Right. Democrats play by every rule. It's like playing tennis where one person has the net and the other person doesn't have the net. As if like, well, I'm playing Monroe in tennis. Every time I hit the ball, I have to get it over the net. As soon as it lands in Monroe's court, the net drops down. It doesn't exist. And Monroe then gets to hit the ball back without a net. Then as soon as it comes into my court, the net goes back up. That's what it's like. Donald Trump plays by no rules. Democrats play by rules. Monroe, what can you do? Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating, <laughs> but. I mean, you know, well, part of the problem right now is that you have the Republicans out there lying about um, it, it being rigged and unfair to Trump, et cetera, et cetera. And there are, speaking of playing fair, um, the president is not saying anything. And the Democrats aren't out there on the attack. You know, they're being nice and, not, and being nice oh. and quiet and not talking about how ridiculous this is. And that, um, instead of chanting, lock him up. Yeah. We talked about this before. The one time I watched MSNBC at your insistence. Yes. Uh, and I forget which arraignment it was. It may have been the New York. <laughs> Trump, there's so much scandals. I can't remember which indictment or which, whatever it was. 
It's I'm watching witch, MSNBC. <laughs> and and so they show Trump witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt. You know, there's not there's no credibility. They're just coming out to get me, to punish me, uh, et cetera, and so forth. And every Republican lined up, uh, with the possible exception of Mitch McConnell, we'll get to him in a little while, to say witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt. And then they then MSNBC, they push on the experts. And the experts are like, well, these are very, some very serious charges. But as you know, that in our system, justice, uh, the defendant uh, in, is uh, presumed innocent until proven otherwise. And he has the rights and responsibility, uh, the rights to have an attorney and vigorously defend. I'm like, God, you guys play it so straight. The other side is out there saying how rigged it is. It's a witch hunt. And you're bending over backwards to like show that it's not. Do you know what I'm saying, Monroe? One side plays by one rules. The other side breaks all rules. Right. Exactly. In fact, I'm trying to remember which Republican it was that um, said that they they want this investigation as to whether Biden took a $5 million bribe or something. And it's total nonsense. I think that's Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, this was a guy, okay. although it could have been her, too. Yeah. But anyway, he says, well, we don't know whether it happened or not, but that's why we need to investigate it. <laughs> they have no evidence whatsoever. <laughs> I just make it up. They're yeah, right. Exactly. right. The party is a party of lunacy. 54% one more time, ladies and gentlemen, Illinois. You go, when you're walking down a street, and you see a rep- guy wearing, I'm a Republican. You're like, if there's two of them, one of them is for Trump. 54%. This is not enough to deter them. And this is Illinois, like supposedly the more moderate state. Bunch of crackpots taking over the Republican Party. So, all right, I would say this to Judy ultimately. She has reason to worry about the judge, but don't worry. There's the case in New York. There's the case in Washington, and there's a case in Georgia, the Washington being the January 6th. Donnie has three other cases. I think the fix may be in in, in Florida, Monroe. I do believe. The evidence is overwhelming, uh, but this judge does get me a little nervous. You know, evidence is so overwhelming that it's going to be very difficult. She, she, she can try, but at some point there's going to be an outburst from the the nation's judicial community where they're going to say, wait a minute, this is not how, how it works in our country. Yeah, I, I would hope so. I mean, all right. Uh, do you think the, the proceedings should be televised? Yesterday's were not televised. Right. Uh, and uh, they they did have they brought back the old court uh, illustrator, you know. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, and he made you, Trump look twenty. He or she made Trump look twenty years younger. <laughs> <laughs> so that that worried me. I was, I was going, yeah, Trump hasn't looked like this <laughs> since two thousand. Come on, Ill- <laughs> Come on, illustrator, get your act together. I think Eric <laughs> Trump was the illustrator. Right. Uh, so, uh, do you think it should be televised? I I have mixed mixed emotions about it. Go ahead. It, it would be interesting to watch it, but um, I think because of its importance, mm-hmm. uh, we we get too many theatrics in it. it we 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 would be seeing the OJ trial. 
OJ's was the trial of the last century. This would be the, the trial of this century. It's going to be the trial of this century, period. But if if um, if they had cameras, it would, I think it would be too much hamming, hamming going on. Uh, so I, way, so I, I think we have audio, but not visuals, too. Okay. I'm all over the map with this one. I, I, uh, I'm just like you. Uh, well, no, nah, I, I want it televised. I, I'll put up with Trump's theatrics, which are going to happen anyway. Yeah, uh, I mean, other, no, Trump isn't going to be. You or I will be on, on, on that witness stand before Trump will. <laughs> He's like, yeah. like, Ben, get your ass here to DC. We want you to testify. Uh, you're, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll be not up there. allow. He would perjure himself. Oh, I mean, he'd be, I mean, he, he's already confessed in various forms, on various media <laughs> forms, and and on um, the truth. What's the name of his um, his 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 uh, truth something? Yeah, it should yeah. be called a lie, but it's called <laughs> yeah. the truth. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude, it's bamboozling you, MAGA. Come on, MAGA, you're better than this. Ah. Uh, so are you no, they're not bamboozled, they don't care. They love them, they love Trump's dirty drawers. Yeah. And so they don't they don't care. Yeah. As long as you know, they've been I've been watching them interview people, Republicans. Yeah. And the Republicans say, Well, they wish that he didn't tweet so much, <laughs> and they wish that he, he he didn't do this or he didn't do that, but um He's had good policies. They liked his policy. Now, besides his awarding tax breaks to the rich, super rich, and corporations, what has he done? Uh, well, he his infrastructure put, uh, was a running joke. You know, it was, it was a, every week was infrastructure week because nothing ever <laughs> happened. Uh, no, his big, his two contributions, and I have the word no, Supreme Court, of course, yeah. Yeah, Supreme Court, uh, the anti-abortion uh, zealots. So uh, th- that's, uh, that's, that's what he did. That's really his, uh, his great contribution to, to, uh, to MAGA. All right, you mentioned OJ, and I got a shout out to Mark Wallace, a good friend of ours. I was talking to him last night, and he made the comparison uh, to OJ trial. Uh, and it was just such a, a apt uh, comparison, uh, Monroe. And the um, the way uh, OJ's lawyers, Johnny Cochran in particular, uh, put the Los Angeles criminal justice system on trial, as opposed to having OJ Simpson on trial, effectively uh, convinced the jury to find him innocent because by finding him innocent, which is such a what what a thought oj innocent uh but by finding him innocent they were effectively convicting uh the uh, la criminal justice system of racism which is they should have been convicted of racism because it was a racist system right uh and here we have and by the way maga the maga that existed in the 1990s was absolutely outraged by that okay now here we are fast forward uh, to uh, whatever, how many years, 30 years later or whatever it is, not quite. Trump's doing the same thing. 
Trump is t- taking a page from Johnny Cochran. You know, he's trying to put, I don't, who, who's he? He put Joe Biden and the Democrats uh, uh, in uh, on trial. That's his, yeah. that's what he's doing. And MAGA, they're like, they hate Joe Biden, which I'll never understand that because this is the most middle of the road Democrat in the world. They right. hate Joe Biden, which is twisted and weird. Uh, so they're like, yeah, he, they're ready to, to find Trump innocent uh, in order to essentially find uh, Joe Biden guilty. Uh, that's the Mark Wallace theory. Your thoughts? They hate liberals, period. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, they, 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 they have this phrase owning the libs mm-hmm. that they like to refer to. All right. So anything they can do to um, do, do harm to the liberals, because they're upset because the America within 15 years or so is not going to be predominantly white anymore. And um, the culture has changed. I mean, um, you know, for example, with the whole um, anti-LBGTQU movement, that they're doing. It's because the culture is changing and they can't stand it. You know, they want, they wanted to, to be back to 1950. Yeah. Most of them weren't even alive back in 1950. So what no, they know about they, stuff they, going on. they know, they knew that white people, uh, it, it, it was, it was a, a big time advantage in 1950 to be white and Christian and straight. Yeah. By the way, the, Tim Scott, I just got to say this, in this poll, <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, in this poll that I cited, I'm the, I actually read press releases from the Illinois Republican Party, so that yeah. you don't have to, ladies and gentlemen. Tim Scott's at 4%. Oh, he's up. <laughs> he, 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 he was at 1%. Boy, that's national. No, this is know. Illinois. This yeah, is right. The, okay. This is the the moderate state where he no, should no, be no, no, no. leading. We're, we're, we're stone cold blue. Yeah, <laughs> right. stone, I mean they're, they're red parts, but it's a blue state. But the red you know, parts the are blue MAGA. states, huh? Yes. So okay, so he's at four percent, uh, and uh, that just shows you. That just shows you, like, what. Republicans think of black people. Think about it, Monroe. Like this, their message is that we are open-minded to any person, regardless of race or color, who preaches our ideology. Right. Who does that more than Tim Scott? Tim Scott puts it on the line for them every day. Right. You know, as yeah. And four percent. That's what you get for day after day preaching the Republican line, pushing the Republican line. The the reality is they want Trump. Yeah. You know, DeSantis, and and you know about uh, DeSantis are DeSantis, right? You know that he's been going back and forth on how to say his name. I know. 
right now. Yeah. How are we supposed to say it? Uh, the which, which, so, which one are we supposed to say? Exactly. I, you don't know. Yeah. You know, there was a football player in the 70s for years. He was Tony Dorsett when he played college, great college running back. Yeah. Then he got drafted by the Cowboys. All of a sudden, it was Dorsett. Yeah, he always. I guess he thought Dorset was a bit better than Dorset. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Well, you know that you happens. Uh, D- D- Denzel used to be Denzel before he became a movie star. That you just made that up. That's not uh, true. Did yeah, it is. Seriously, his mother. He was called Denzel until until you know, he, he started getting into acting. Then he became Denzel. I I I heard I heard him in, in, interviewed on NPR. And he talked about it. And so he openly acknowledged that he switched his name, huh? Wow, well, the pronunciation, you know. Yeah, the pronunciation, name. right, right. Yeah, yeah. You uh, know, I, I might become Monroe one day. <laughs> you never know. His friends call him Money Man. That's, that's his nickname. Uh, you can call him Money. Money Monroe. Um, so, uh, all right, uh, let's move on here uh, to Donald Trump and um, his pose. Oh, by, by the way, the, the, right now, Tim Scott is nationally at 3%. Oh, okay, so he's doing better in Illinois. Right. He's right. 3.98% according yeah. to the poll. All right, I'll go back to this poll. He's at 3.98%, uh, and which is half of what Undecided has. Undecided has 9%. Well, okay, now, they, they, have a, they have the polling up now, and it's Trump 52, DeSantis 22, Pence 5, Haley 4, Scott 3, um, Vivek 2, and... Um, that's pretty much what the, the Illinois poll is, except it was done before Pence uh, had entered the race. So I suppose Pence is represented by someone else, the category of someone else. Which no, is Pence is at five, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> right? that's maybe, Pence. This is the thing that amazes me is Pence, because God wants him to be president, otherwise he wouldn't be in the, at play at all. But anyway... They were chanting on January 6th, hang Mike Pence. Anybody who wants you hanged probably is not in in your favor. Yeah. He's just, you know, they're probably not going to vote for you. Yeah. Because if they hanged you, you obviously wouldn't win. Yeah. Couldn't win. You couldn't get into office. So, all right, Monroe, I got to uh, run this by you. I didn't tell you about this. Uh, okay. Front page picture uh, in the New York Times uh, of uh, covering the, the matter shows a photo of Donald uh, Trump after the arraignment with his fist in the air like this. And Donald Trump's a little older than us, uh, but he's yeah. essentially, a, uh, he's an old baby boomer. He knows what fist in the air is. Uh, and Donald Trump, is taking his rhetoric. Today's his birthday, incidentally. Oh, happy birthday, Donnie. 77. Uh, 77. He's an old man. Right, exactly. You know, I'm talking about Biden. Right, exactly. His rhetoric and his pose is taken from the left. 
So like he is just sort of like if you channeling Black Panthers, Abby Hoffman, Jerry Rubin, he's bringing forth these images and these and the rhetoric that he heard, that he absorbed, that he saw uh, when he was a young man and he opposed the left. You know, he Donald Trump, he didn't want to go to the Vietnam War, but he didn't want to stick his neck out on protest. So he just got he he's a trans. He's he's Trump. You know, he's whatever was convenient. When 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 I met Trump. I always forget you met Trump. 88, huh? I always forget that you met Trump. Go ahead, yeah. When I met Trump back in 88. Yeah. Uh, at the um, Tyson's Sphinx fight. Mm. With Sawyer. He, he was hanging out with Don King. Yeah. They were, they were, they were, they were thick as thieves, literally. Uh, so, I mean, he's, you know, now, 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 Don King isn't a leftist, anything, but the point I'm making is that um, anybody that um, Trump thinks could do him a favor or that um, he's fascinated with for whatever reasons, you know, one of the, in his collection, he has this collection of things. One of the things he has is um, a shoe, basketball shoe of, um, um, Shaq. Shaq. Yeah. yeah, he's got one of Shaq's shoes. Yeah. And he shows it off proudly. You know, so yeah, back in the old days, they would they you could say Trump is a friend of the Negro. <laughs> well, that's how Donald Trump views himself. Right, exactly. Uh and I mean that's part of the what what makes it so surreal. Uh and um I mean one of the most surreal moments of the Donald Trump era in politics, which I think about from time to time, I talk about with friends, uh, is when Kanye West and Jim Brown. Yeah. Let's not forget Jim Brown was in the room, the great yeah. uh, NFL uh, running back, the great actor. Uh, well, I don't know. He's a great <laughs> actor. Great the great actor. Hollywood uh, movie star. How about that? Right, movie star. <laughs> yeah, not an actor. <laughs> Uh, we're in the White House uh, with Donald Trump having a conversation. We talked about that many times. Yeah. Uh, when uh, powerful white people are confronted with the insanity of Kanye West, they nod their head like, oh, yeah, this makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you're making perfect sense to me, Kanye. Um, but uh, but this pose that Donald Trump is doing right now with the with the extreme anti-Justice Department rhetoric, the the, uh, the the witch hunt, the fact that they're weaponized, the judicial system. Monroe, he's, he, he's taken this from the left, the fist in the air. He's taken it from the left. And when I said that to you briefly in passing, you said yes, but he's doing it on behalf of a mobster. So right. he's kind of like wetting the rhetoric of the left with the behavior of a mobster. And he's won over 45% of the population. It's a spectacle, Monroe, that's riveting, entertaining, laughable, and frightening at the same time. Well, you remember he was selling these, um, I forget what they call NDRs, or where you have an image that, that you can own, although you don't really own it. But anyway, he was selling these images of himself. This was last month, a month before. And he was a super superhero. In one of them, and he was a 
cowboy John Wayne looking yeah. cowboy and another. I mean, you know, I mean, actually, I think he's crazy. I mean, I mean, as in insane. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think if, if they've, if he wasn't a former president and very rich, he'd be out on the streets doing what other unfortunate homeless people do. Yeah, no, he is insane. I'm with you 100% on that. And uh, he's getting away with it because there's a lot of other insane people in this country. Now, let's uh, let's talk about uh, two of them, or one of them, Jim Jordan, in contrast with Mitch McConnell. Jim Jordan is the Republican uh, congressman from Ohio uh, who has vowed retribution against the Justice Department. He's going to investigate the Justice Department yeah. to prove uh, that they are corrupt uh, and biased against Donald Trump. Monroe, I've never seen anything like that. I, I mean, we, you and I lived through Watergate. We lived through Iran-Contra. We yeah. lived through many investigations, uh, both by the Congress and uh, by prosecutors. And I cannot recall a party leading an investigation into a an investigation while that investigation was going on. I can't recall it with police work here in Chicago. I just can't recall it anywhere. You know, well, you know, he he was a, a wrestling coach. Yeah, you know, so he has that mentality of a. Uh, a wrestling coach, uh, and um, he he wasn't that good a one no. uh, because uh, some of the male wrestlers were being uh, sexually uh, harassed. It's stronger than that. I, yeah, it's strong. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a word molested. where I uh, uh, accosted, yeah, accosted, molested. Yeah. And he he somehow did not know about it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, by the way, I, there's a part of me that welcomes it. The same part of me that welcomes televisions in the court. I'm like, okay, see what you come up with. I don't think it's going to impede the investigation. Uh, I feel like I got the goods already, Monroe. You know what I'm saying? But all right, what, what do you got? Remember the other investigation of the Russian leak? We talked about that. The special prosecutor. Uh, that bar set out to, to investigate the Russian. They came up right. with nothing. Right. Because there was nothing to come <laughs> there up. There was nothing there. Right. Right. See what you got, uh, Jordan. But you you look like a fool. In contrast, Mitch McConnell, your thoughts on how Mitch is playing this, he had no comment. No comment, Monroe, uh, when asked about it uh, the uh, yesterday, I think, by reporters. Uh, your thoughts on that? Well, Mitch hates Trump. But his voters love Trump, and that's the that's the the dilemma he's in. He wants to be Senate Majority Leader again, and um, the voters in the Republican Party, if he's going to get back there, they can't be mad at Mitch. Uh, so he's just he's trying to stay out of it. The Democrats ought to figure out a way not to let him stay out of it. They ought, to let, they ought to drag him into it. Because if you remember when Trump was um, up for his second impeachment, 
Mitch was outraged at what Trump had done, but uh, he still voted not to impeach him. And he gave this pious speech about how uh, Trump needs to be criminally. It's, it's, it's a it's, it's a criminal issue, and 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 that the courts would take care of it. Basically, the justice system would take care of it. Well, Mitch Mitch now has a chance to say the justice system should be taking care of it because I, I read the indictment and he's guilty on every page. Uh, but no, he's he's neutral, you know, because he's a very political animal. All right. So here's uh, what else is going on with uh, Mitch McConnell. And uh, so a guy like Jim Jordan, who, the congressman that we just alluded to, uh, who's proclaiming Trump is innocent, is going to investigate the investigators. Uh, he represents a, a district gerrymandered to protect his existence. It's a, a district that's gerrymandered in such a way uh, as to enable uh, its representative to be as batshit crazy as he wants to be. So that's what a product of gerrymandering. You can't gerrymander a state. A state has its own boundaries that have existed for years and years and years. So if Mitch McConnell is to seize control of the Senate, he is going to need some Republican Senate candidates to win in states where it's not just MAGA insanity that rules, that they're swing voters and Democrats that they may have to pull over. So that's why he has to stay clear of Donald Trump uh, without denouncing Donald Trump. It's the game he's playing. If he denounces Donald Trump, he loses control or he loses support of insane MAGA. If he right. supports Donald Trump, he loses that swing vote. That's the game he's playing. Leads up to this. Yesterday on the show was the kid, Andrew, Andrew Ellison, who, I, in my opinion, knows the national map as well as pretty much anybody in the country. He is really gifted for such a young guy. Uh, in his opinion, Monroe. Yeah. It's a toss-up. Most of the, the money is going on the Republicans uh, winning the Senate in 2024. We went through our, state by state. It's He thinks the Dems can hold on to uh, the Senate, and he has several reasons. One of them, I'll just concentrate on this, is what he calls the crackpot theory. And the crackpot theory is that the Republican Party is wedded to crackpots. <laughs> And, and, a lot of them with and a lot of them are in charge of the party. <laughs> and Mitch McConnell agrees with Andrew Ellison. That, just on this one point, Andrew, yeah. just this one point. That you can't win with crackpots unless it's a gerrymandered district. And yeah. states aren't gerrymandered. No. So he even said, Andrew, that Texas... Texas Monroe with Teddy Cruz, your favorite, is up for grabs. When he said that, I well, they got he they got a strong candidate running against against Cruz. Yeah, yeah. So no, I I I I think and nobody likes Cruz, even Trump. Right, and yeah, nobody nobody it, Cruz is more dislikable than. Uh, I'm trying to think of who's more, more dislikable. Cruz might be the most dislikable. No, he's the most dislikable man. Well, I don't know. I mean, in local Chicago politics, it, 
Rom was a dislike. I mean, nobody liked Rom. They were afraid of him, intimidated by him. Nobody liked him. Uh, so Judy out there, there's hope for you, Judy, because yes, this uh, this Trump puppet judge that they got down in Florida may do everything she can to undermine that case. But as Monroe will tell you, there's the case in Georgia. There's the case in Washington. There's the case in New York. Uh, and uh, there's just the fact that I do not believe, and Monroe, get your thoughts on this, that a majority of the country is ready to embrace the crackpots. I do not believe that. Go. Well, Trump, Trump is the key to all this. Trumpism is another thing, but Trump is really the key right now. And even let's say that uh, in the unlikely possibility that um, this documents cases, um, j- j- uh, the, the judge manages to put her finger, her, her thumb on the scale, and he doesn't get convicted. There's still January sixth, yeah, and all the evidence that has fed into the documents case um, is also useful in the January 6th conspiracy. So Trump is going down. (laughs) He will be convicted of something. Something, yes. We got Georgia. We have January 6th. And New York. And and we have um, New York. Well, one thing is he's going to get another conviction, probably. I mean, yeah, he he will on E. E. Jean Carroll. Oh yeah, no, she's adding. Uh, yeah, she's adding her permission another, to yeah, add yeah, to her. So, uh, yeah. Uh, settlement, yeah, because yeah. he continued to yeah. trash her yeah, uh, right, after exactly. he was punished for trashing her. Right, exactly. So that that'll be another negative for him. Yeah. But the the criminal case that is going on there with his business practices. He may or may not, they may or may not get him on that. But I'll, I'll also say this. Uh, oh, the business practices mean in New York? Yeah. What you New mean? York. Hush money? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he should be punished. Uh, if you cheated on your taxes, allegedly, you'd be punished. So if 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 it's supposed to be one set of justice for all, yes. he should be punished as well. If I, saying, if, if I uh, took a ton of, of uh, classified documents home and left them in my bathroom. And, I got news uh, for you. Mag, I, I'm I, I would have been in jail. You would have been in jail, Monroe. Mag, I'm telling you straight up, no matter what Jim Jordan tells you, you're going to get the truth from me, not Jim Jordan. Here's the reality. If you, Maga, you're out there going, if they could do this to Donnie, they could do it to me. I got news for you, Maga. If you stole classified documents, put them in your bathroom, you'd be in prison right now. Okay, and your co-defendant, let's get into this. Walt Nauta, he'd be in prison, too. And they'd be trying to put the squeeze on your co-defendant to testify you. Monroe, Donnie Trump's got it so good that that judge would not impose restrictions on him. And the prosecutor like, didn't push for restrictions uh, on bail, on travel, on Talking with his co-defendant. He's not supposed to talk to his co-defendant, Walt Noda, 
the uh, valet who moved the boxes allegedly uh, for Donald Trump. Uh, follow me. He's not supposed to. He could talk to him, Monroe. He just can't talk about the case. And they they drove to court together. He drove back from court with Trump. He drove to uh, the uh, Cuban restaurant in uh, Miami where they they celebrated. I don't know what they were celebrating. Um, he's got it easy, Monroe. Do you follow me? Yes. No, there. Uh, there's um, this Air Force woman, a uh, young woman, uh, her, um, reality winner. Mm-hmm. She in, in, in 1918, uh, 20, 2018, she got the longest uh, sentence ever for passing out information, giving information to the press about how uh, Russia was trying to rig the 2016 election. She was sentenced for the longest for that. And it was no no question questions about, well, should we do this or not or anything? And she was just a translator. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, they're bending over backwards uh, to give uh, Donald Trump every break he can. Uh, and it is a little nauseating. But listen, uh, to the Judys of the world, uh, if this is if you're anxious by this, the, the, the best way to defeat Donald Trump, the ultimate way is at the uh, ballot box. So start working the election. Just start working, making phone calls, whatever it takes. Uh, if you take this as a serious threat to our democracy, as I do, as Monroe does, then uh, just don't be anxious. Put that anxiety to work. Uh, Mon- Monroe, before we leave Trump, I got a feeling that that Nauta, the co-defendant, yeah. will flip at some point. Your thoughts? Well, Michael Cohen keeps telling him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> He said, he will throw you under the bus. <laughs> yes, Don't be a fool like I was. <laughs> oh, my God. Cohen. Yeah. Oh, Lord. He said, wake up before it's too late. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I mean, which, which, which was what was strange about yesterday's uh, ruling was the judge said that Trump couldn't talk to anybody who was a a witness or a victim of his doings? He couldn't talk to. He couldn't have any conversations. But not not a is basically his body man, Trump's body man. Yeah. And so he he can't he can't not talk to him. Uh, hello, he could get a new body man. Right. Well, I mean, the judge. Yeah, this, this was this, the judge. That's. Exhibit A is bending over backwards for Trump. Right, I know, but this was the judge's rationale for that, is that if he couldn't talk to Trump, then he loses his job. He wouldn't have a job. And so that was that was the reasoning behind I, I'm said, astounded, man. So they're I, supposed to so I guess wait a minute. Man. So they're supposed to be hanging out from morning to night, yeah. day in and day out. And they can talk about anything in the in the, in the world except um, Trump being a crook and going to jail. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll up at one. Immediately after 
the arraignment, Nauta and Trump got in a car together and drove to the restaurant. Okay. You're telling me after that arraignment, they did not talk about (laughs) what just occurred. It's physically impossible. Okay. Uh, I, I I, I can imagine the conversation. That that shall not be mentioned <laughs> was really screwed up. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. You know what? I got to tell you this, MAGA. You guys are so inconsistent. We all know it, but let's just put it out there. We, we have had so many shows, usually not with Monroe, but so many segments about criminal justice uh, and people accused and treated as though once accused, they are uh, actually convicted. They can't post bail. I remember the when we were talking about bail. Now we have to get away, do away with cash bail. People put in jail. They they lose their jobs. They can't go to work. They can't pay the bail. So they're stuck in uh, Cook County Jail, and they uh, they lose their jobs. That's just a well tough luck. And that was uh, MAGA was against getting rid of cash bail. Tough luck. That's it. We got to be tough. Here we are bending over. Backwards, Walt Nauta. Well, he'll lose his job right. if he can't talk to Donald Trump. Well, you shouldn't have moved the boxes. in trouble in the first place. Go ahead. And, and Nauta didn't have a bail to post bail either. Neither one of them had to post bail. No, he had neither one. Right. Because yeah, they gave Trump no bail. They couldn't give Nauta bail. You know right. what I'm saying? They're bending over backwards. And MAGA is still crying. Unbelievable, Monroe. It's like MAGA will cry, cry, cry at the drop of a hat. All right, before we leave, I got to kick your brain about NASCAR coming to Chicago. I know we've been talking Trump, Trump, Trump. We're out of time. But this is utter insanity, Monroe. Lori Lightfoot cuts a deal. Three years it is. They got a three-year deal, all right? Okay. To run this NASCAR race. Uh, at the heart of downtown on the lakefront. On a holiday. On a holiday. <laughs> it's, it's, not just, it's not November <laughs> or, or October. It's a holiday. Wow. With, and, wow. And, and you have these complications, the, the uh, planetarium. It's uh, it's going to lose business, a bunch of business, because people are going to have great difficulty getting to it. I mean, it's just it's 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 just nuts. It's yeah, taking uh, Lakeshore Drive from four lanes, narrowing it down to two because uh, one or, in some places, in some one, places, one. one in some places. Yeah, because there's so much construction going on to fix the course, Monroe. I make fun of MAGA for being so foolish uh, and supporting Donald Trump. But how are we, the citizens of Chicago, that much better? Come on, Monroe. We elect mayors who think they just, they're empire, emperors. They could do whatever they want. I now proclaim it NASCAR Day in the city of Chicago. And from here on out, the four lanes will be two lanes. So screw you, Chicago. Who, who even in Chicago likes NASCAR? Uh, you know, I mean, okay, let's say the Bears won a championship. Right. 
and there's a huge celebration at Grand Park, and we have to narrow. Like, there's traffic jam on Lakeshore Drive for one hour, two hours. It's the Bears. Everybody in Chicago likes the Bears. Or, or, or you could say the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The, the Bulls, you know. I, I, Monroe, what is it about Chicagoans that they put up with this stuff? Uh, you know, I don't know. The thing is, though, I mean, they don't really put up with it. The landing didn't take care of the snow out of there. Uh, Burn changed, um, went with the evil cabal out of there. Uh, Daly gave us the parking uh, meters all over out of there. Rom gave us, um, Rom gave us a lot of stuff to be out of there for. Rom closed 50 schools and then buried evidence of a murder. Right, exactly. Out of there. So, I mean, there is a, um, and our Lori Lightfoot gave us NASCAR. NASCAR. <laughs> and, and we saw it coming. We we heard the roar of the engines out of there. You know? wow. So, no, you pay, you know, it's, it's, uh, but the thing is, because you have four years, you can do a lot of damage yeah. in that time. But this well, is, this is, People, people are going to be cursing her name. I, I suspect <laughs> we'll see. Uh, you know, I mean, I it will. It, it may turn out to be the best thing that's happened to Chicago, Chicago since Chicago Fest. For all I know, before it's over, and and it will be begging for year after year. And we'll put up with not being able to go downtown because this is so exciting. <laughs> How much are they right. tickets? Uh can I have a little of whatever you're smoking? Uh, because, <laughs> uh, no, but you sounded like a Chicagoan right there. That with, with you, that refute, that last sentence yeah. uh, was so Chicago. I've had many conversations with Chicagoans. And they go, you know, Ben, you don't know. Okay, it may work out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was being facetious. Yeah, I know this, you were. This is what I, you know, this is my major concern. Is that because it is not a professional course? You know, yeah. like years ago, maybe 10, 12 years ago, I was in the in Indianapolis at the National Association of Black Journalists convention there, and as part of the activities, we went to the tr- the racetrack, mm-hmm. and that thing is built for the cars to race in. Um, there's all sort of protection for the spectator. Because this is the only, I think it's the only sport in the world where spectators can get killed mm-hmm. along with the participants. Wow. So what I worry about is that during the race, there's some car lands up in the middle of some spectators mm. and people I die. Say that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well. Um, and then I really really, that is going to go from being a stupid idea to a, a deadly idea. Yeah. Wow. Well, we just celebrated, I have that in quotes, heavy facetious, another year of the parking meter deal. Uh, and uh, the, I think the Sun-Times 
uh, had the story. I read it in the Sun Times. Anyway, I'm sure other media outlets had it as well. Uh, over a hundred million dollars in revenue to the parking meter companies, uh, something like that. And uh, so you're right in people's minds that it will be affixed as the dumbest idea a Chicago mayor uh, has ever had. I don't know if NASCAR will eclipse the parking meter deal as the dumbest idea a Chicago mayor had. It could be the one that causes the most just inconvenience, but we shall see. We shall see. All right, Monroe, uh, enough uh, for today. Thank you very much. And uh, uh, thank you very much for your due diligence in watching uh, the Trump proceedings from the early morning to late at night uh, and staying on top of things as the madness continues. Uh, with Donald Trump. So uh, you're doing a good job, young man. Keep it up. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll see. I don't think there's going to be any, any, any indictments coming next week. <laughs> we, may, we may have to wait all the way to August. We'll see. The, the, the uh, various legal systems are discussing uh, who, who should announce when. <laughs> They want to get it each other's way. And so all you doubters out there who were sending me texts and emails all these years, every time one of Monroe's predictions didn't come true. Come on now. Give the man yeah, credit. Right. You right. called it. Hey, I called them all. It's just that I I I sometimes the time limit yeah, it took yeah. longer than, than I thought for various reasons. It's not even the by far the most outrageous prediction on our show. And let's give a shout out to our dear friend, Sergio Mims. May he rest in peace. At one point in the 2020 election, he got so fired up about the demographic, de democratic, democratic chances. He predicted Utah would go for Biden. Remember? Right. I love oh, yeah. you, Sergio, but that was the worst prediction right. I ever made. Right. Utah was going to go for Biden. Remember that, Monroe? Yes, I do. Oh, oh, Lord. All right. Great job, Monroe. Appreciate it very much. Also want to thank producer Chris. Outstanding job as always. Give yourself a raise. Take it out of petty cash. Take care, everybody. And if you want even more great Ben Jarofsky content, just head to chicagoreader.com. Follow The Ben Jarofsky Show on Instagram and like and subscribe to The Ben Jarofsky Show on your favorite streaming and podcasting platforms.